Good morning family. I hope that each and every one of you are doing exceptionally well. Um, I'm so glad that I have the privilege to, to share this message with you. Um, it has been a message that has come a long way. Um, and uh, I think family, I want to start off with, with what a wonderful year we have experienced within Christ Encounter Ministries. There has been countless of works of wonder from God, glory family that, that I've never experienced before. And family, honestly, there is a contagious Christianity that was formed within our community, within this family. And I can honestly say that sharing this message with you today is is wonderful but it would have been amazing to be with you in fellowship today and also just stand in awe and stand amazed of what god is doing every single sunday but family even though we we are separated today i believe that the Word of God is what brings us together. And so even, even, even though we are separated family, I know for a fact that the Word of God can reach even through a TV screen. Amen. And so family, with that, I ask that you would just close your eyes and I just want to open up in prayer. Father, I thank you for the immense privilege it is to share and teach your word. Father, I pray that your word will pierce the hearts of the hungry. I pray that your word will go forth into the nations and bless them. Father, I speak in, Father, I pray that you will speak in and through me and glorify yourself through the teaching of your word today, Father. Father, we open up our ears and our hearts to receive only that which you want to share today. Father, I pray that this message will be a message of enabling, a message that builds faith and draws your children closer to you. And Father, right now, come against every single attack from the devil. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I bind every spirit trying to steal this word. I bind every attack from the devil. And I pray that you, Lord, will bring confusion into the darkness, into the kingdom of darkness right now. In Jesus' mighty name. And Father, I pray that every assignment that was placed over our church, I break it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I cancel every assignment, Father. Every devil trying to get their hands on your children. Father, I pray that the fire of God will come down on them and burn every hand that has been laid on your children. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen and Amen. Family, today I want to speak about the following statement. It is time to expand our reach. Family, I believe that the calling from God in Matthew 28 verse 18 has never been more real 
and it, it has never been more of a necessity than it is today. And our understanding of this verse family essentially should, should not just be directed to pastors or evangelists. It should not just be directed even to just the 11 disciples. But in the context of our modern day life family, we are confronted with such an extreme outreach, with such an extreme onslaught from the kingdom of darkness family. There is such an elevated agenda that the devil is masquerading right in front of society today family. And the devil is taking out people left, right and center. The devil family is destroying the lives of unbelievers. But what is incredible to me is this. The devil is destroying the lives of believers as well. And there is a fundamental cause, I believe, for that. There is a fundamental issue of why the devil is able to destroy the lives of believers. And I believe it lies within the word management. But before I dive into management family, before I dive into that principle, I want to share the following statement with you. I believe that we as the church of God is limiting the reach because we think someone else will do it. We are limiting the reach of God, of the word of God, of the gospel of God, because we think that someone else will stand in the gap. That is not for me, we might say. I'm not that kind of person. I don't feel comfortable speaking in front of people. I don't want to miss church on a Sunday, but I know that God is calling me to a kids ministry. I don't like praying in front of people, so I'm not going to form part of, a, of the intercessor group. And family, I can name so many things that we are disabling ourselves because we think that we don't have the ability. And because of that family, we limit the reach of the church because we don't have faith in the reaching hand. I'm going to say it again. We limit the reach of the church because we don't have faith in the one reaching out. My understanding of the Great Commission family then is essentially this. There is a call from God to us to walk in the authority and in the power of our purpose so that He can change, so that He can bring change, so that He can bring restoration in cities. It is time that we walk in the authority and in the power of our purpose family so that God can bring change in our schools, in our communities, in our families. And 
believe that God is calling us family to extend our reach as the church of Christ. I've said many times previously that it is not by mistake that God is connecting us with all these people of late. It is not by mistake that God is putting His church in place, putting people in place, family, so that He can lift His church up, so that He can rise His church up to be the head and not the tail. I believe God is going to establish this church family in these last days as the head of nations, as the head of cities. And the way He is going to do it, family, I believe we can see in the life of Solomon. The importation of godly wisdom into the life of Solomon family was specifically designed to bring change, to bring um, to, to rebuild, to restore and shift cities and nations. And the example we set as a church through divine wisdom, through divine stewardship, through our management as church, is what will enable us essentially to expand our reach. Our example we set as church family through the wisdom and through the management will expand our reach of the gospel. And many times we might feel, man, this call is just too big. It is too far for us to reach. I can tell you this. Moses felt the exact same way. Moses was met by God through a burning bush, a call so great which Moses was absolutely not qualified to sustain. A murderer called to lead God's people out of slavery. A man with a stutter was called to go into conversation and not just conversation with Pharaoh but demanding a release of the people of God. And so family, the odds rightly and immensely were stacked against Moses, but Moses had one thing in his favor. He was obedient to the call of God. And through his obedience, we need to understand family, through the obedience of Moses, even though he did not have the wisdom or the know-how to communicate and demand the release of God's people, through his obedience, God said to Moses, don't worry, I will share with you everything you have to say to Pharaoh. I will share and tell you everything you have to do. Family, understand this. Solomon actually did not ask God for wisdom. Solomon asked God for a hearing ear. The thing is, a hearing 
ear receives wisdom from God. This is what this is what stands in 1 Kings 3 verse 9. This is Solomon asking God. He says, So give your servant an understanding mind and a hearing heart to judge your people. Family, I find it so incredible that Solomon did not actually ask for wisdom. He asked for an understanding mind and a hearing heart which implies that in whatever need Solomon was of, whenever Solomon was in need of wisdom, when God spoke to him, and when God shared wisdom within Solomon's heart, Solomon was given the ability to understand and share that wisdom of God. Family, I hope that makes sense to you as it does for me. I hope the revelation of that speaks so evidently in your heart right now. I don't think it is by mistake that Jesus said, I do nothing unless I see my Father do it. And again, family, I want you to understand that wisdom comes through a hearing heart and an understanding mind. This brings me to the next part of this teaching family and it is this. Why then did Solomon not ask for wisdom but he asked for an understanding mind and a hearing heart? Why did Solomon ask for that specifically? Solomon as a king family, his job description if you will, as, as a leader, he was placed at the head as the king of Israel family and he had to manage what God has given him family and he understood that through his own ability and capability he would never be able to lead God's people effectively and with truth and with wisdom. And so within his lack, he understood that God had wisdom. In his lack, he understood that God was sovereign. And our management of what God has given us, family, of what God is entrusting to us, essentially will either build kingdom or it will bring that kingdom to a fall. So family, I believe that mismanagement is our greatest flaw in church today. I look at this world and I ask myself, where is the church in the conversation of worldly matters? The conversations that is placed through abortions, the conversations of corruptedness, the conversations of stealing, the conversations of society. Where is the church 
in those conversations. The church has no voice because the church do not have an understanding mind and a hearing heart. We are too concerned with what the world thinks and we are too concerned about not being called too radical. We are too concerned about what the world might think, yet Solomon's wisdom was so incredible that the nations came to visit him because of his wisdom. Even the queen of Sheba came to visit him because she did not believe what the people were telling her about Solomon. So she said she had to come and see for herself. Family. We need to understand. We need to understand that with us trying to fit into this world, we are essentially mismanaging the kingdom of heaven. The church was not made to fit into this world. Rather, the church was brought in place, was designed to bring the world back in to a relationship with God. And Solomon's management of his kingdom, Solomon's wisdom, was so evident that we read in 1 Kings verse 10 to 24, it says this, All the earth was seeking the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom which God had put in his mind. Family, wouldn't it be wonderful if the church is the head of this world? Wouldn't it be wonderful if the church's influence was sovereign over the world leaders' influence. Wouldn't it be wonderful if the church's reach of the gospel, the church's the expansion of the church was to such an effect, effect that we can infiltrate the nations and, and bring people, bring cities, bring nations back into a relationship with God. Family, if we want to have a conversation about expansion, if we want to have a conversation about transformation, about transforming cities, about expanding the reach of the gospel, we need to bring Solomon into the equation. Solomon's reach increased drastically the moment he received wisdom from God through an understanding mind and a hearing heart. Now family, I want to share this with you. Deuteronomy 28, it says this. Now it shall be, if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all of His commandments, which I am commanding you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you 
if if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God. Our reach as a church family, our reach as children of God is directly influenced by our ability to hear and understand the Word of God. As a family, the fruit of our churches today lies in ruins because the church do not have an understanding mind or a hearing heart. Hearing heart. The church has departed from management of kingdom and they have embraced the management of acceptance. We are not here to be accepted by the world family. Our management of ourselves should be less focused and our people and our, or at how other people perceive us and it should be directed towards a life that draws people in. Family, my prayer every single night is that my management as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a son, as a pastor will glorify the name of God. And through an understanding mind and a hearing heart, I can glorify God within my role of management. The amazing part of this family is that when people look from the outside in, they will see something different, but crucially, they will see God in you. They will see God in you. Our management, then family, of church, of our families, of our businesses, and whatever God has entrusted to us will either expand the reach of God, or evidently, it will bring that kingdom to a fall. If you don't believe me, listen to this. Now this is also Solomon. This is also the same man who God shared his wisdom with. This is the same man that asked from God a hearing heart and an understanding mind. This is the same man who nations from all over the world came to, came to him in wonder of his wisdom. We read in 1 Kings 11 verse 1. And family, I want to, I want to emphasize this. Now King Solomon loved many foreign women along with the daughter of Pharaoh. Verse 2, from the very nations of whom the Lord said to the Israelites, You shall not associate with them, nor shall they associate with you. For the result will be that they will turn away your hearts to follow their gods. Family, Solomon was in love with a bunch of women, even though God said they will turn away your heart from me. Yet Solomon clung to these in love. And this is, is so interesting family. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and did not follow the Lord fully as his father David had done. 
And here, in his old days, it says in 1 Kings 11, his heart was turned from God by his wife. Solomon's heart, family, turned away and he started doing incense with his wife. He started burning incense and sacrifice to their gods. And so the Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart turned away from the Lord. Who had appeared to him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing that he should not follow other gods. But he did not observe what the Lord had commanded. Therefore the Lord said to Solomon, Because you have done this and have not kept my, co my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded you, I will certainly tear the kingdom away from you. Family, it is incredible to know and understand that even as Solomon, a man who everyone, every nation came to seek wisdom from, had that one thing that made him or made God to tear the kingdom away from him. And my question then today is, family, is do you have an understanding mind and a hearing heart towards God? Because family, without those two things, we will never be able to have the wisdom needed to manage what God has entrusted in our lives. And so family, it's time that we make the decision. It is time that we ask God for a hearing heart and an understanding mind so that we can be lifted as the church of God. So that we can be lifted to the head, to a high place. So that we, the church of God, can expand our reach within cities, globally, wherever we go. But it starts with you, family. It starts just in your homes. It starts in, within our small communities. It starts even here in Lombard. Family, I know that this message was a tough one. I know that this was a message that maybe might have made you feel uncomfortable. But family, there's a call a purpose over your life and that call and purpose is kingdom building and we need to step into our role of management and we need to do it through the leading of the Holy Spirit through the leading of the Holy Spirit's wisdom that he's going to share with us in every situation and family I just pray I pray that you will have an understanding mind and a hearing heart. Family, I hope that this message blessed you the same way as it blessed me. I know that there's so much more to this message. I know that God is speaking to me in and through this. I know that there will be a follow-up of this. But family, we love you. 
We can't wait to see you next week, Sunday.